Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Also, Ole Miss will be available to be listened to on SiriusXM channel 191 at 2.30 on Saturday against Alabama. Alabama will be channel 81, by the way, in that game as well. So if you want a hometown broadcast and you don't get the local stations, check them out there. So I'm here with Jake Thomas, and this is, to, this is a part of our day of knowing your enemy. We talked to Luke Robinson. Now we're going to talk to Jake Thomas. How you doing, Jake? I'm doing great, Steve. Thanks for having me on tonight. Yeah, no problem. Jake is on Tide Talk Live. They do a lot of great stuff. They do biscuits with um, Bama. They do all of all kinds of different stuff. Him and his partner, um, Stacy Blackwell. I think this is Black name. Blackwood. Blackwood. I couldn't mm-hmm. remember the last yeah. part of his name. Yeah, it's crazy. That was a brain tumor moment. Yeah, you um, so, Jake, whenever we talk about Alabama, and Alabama has had a little bit of issues a quarter through the season, and honestly, this team has not looked like a Nick Saban team. This, this team has not looked like what we recognize going back to the first year of Saban, although the first year of Saban, they went six and six, so that's not mm-hmm. really fair to say, but this, this does not look like a Saban team right at the start. And why is that? You know, that's a good question, Steve. You know, usually you think a Saban-led team, you think about discipline. And that's something Alabama's not had the past, you know, a couple of years. You know, just mental mistakes, uh, penalties that come out of nowhere, you know, just stupid mistakes like that, that uh, usually the, the, the teams of, of old didn't have that. Now they do, and I don't know what has happened and what's changed the last couple of seasons, but the mental mistakes and, and the penalties, that's something you hardly ever saw with, with an Alabama Nick Saban-led team. Yeah, and it, that, that is a weird situation, and, and you lead to this weird situation with the quarterbacks. And I, nobody knows the full story that's been going on. But the rumor is it was Jalen Milrow and Jalen Milrow after Texas, and they started to – think about a quarterback change after the Texas game and maybe Milrow didn't take that well and he was kind of mm-hmm. pseudo suspended and mm-hmm. a whole lot of stuff happened that honestly you just didn't think Alabama did this was problems that everybody else had not Alabama yeah you know you heard about the uh, players only meeting we've had we had two last year we have one already this year that's something you hardly ever saw or ever heard of I don't know if it ever happened with previous teams, but it seems like you've never heard about it if it did, because I don't think it really did. But here recently it has, and it's kind of kind of odd because it seems like the players are not on the same, you know, they're, they're not in, in a cohesive unit together. They're not playing together like, you know, teams have of old. So it makes you wonder how they're going to look Saturday. Are they going to come out and be the old Alabama where they dominate in the trenches? Are they going to continue struggling in the trenches like they had the first three games of the season? Yeah, and what do you think the issue is in the trenches? Their offensive line, honestly, has not been particularly good through the first three games. I think South Florida had four or five sacks in that game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and granted, it was a weird game, but like I said, we're, we're talking about Alabama not looking like Alabama. And the offensive line – there's been people that complained about Alabama's offensive line play for whatever reasons, whenever they were going on this run, but those offensive lines didn't look like this one did. Why is that? 
you know, that is strange, Stephen, because that was one thing that that a couple of the offensive linemen talked about through the offseason is we'll have the one get more physical in the trenches. And right now they haven't. They've been getting whipped and on both sides, honestly, the, uh, in the trenches. And uh, talking about the offensive line, you know, we have a left tackle who's a true freshman. And, you know, he's been getting beat a lot. He's young. He's still got to get acclimated to the game speed. But we have not put any help on that side for him. You know, we've not had a tight end to to do a to do a, a chop block or you know to, to cut a little bit on on the guy he's blocking. It's just nothing. So I wonder, you know, when we're going to adjust that. You hear a lot about saving led teams adjusting the second half. We haven't done it this year, especially when it comes to offensive line and getting help to that young guy at the left tackle. You know, weird situation, Alabama. I think it got. Two really good running backs. They're five-star true freshmen that came in. But the two players, I think, that are players, it's Jace McClellan and Roydell Williams, is it not? Yeah, you're you're correct. Uh, I don't I think uh Haynes was hurt the first game of the season, so we didn't see him in, in uh that game, uh, Milton C State game. And I'm not sure about Richard Young. I hadn't seen him, you know, since fall camp. Yeah, I hadn't really heard his name. So I'm not sure what the situation is there. So Let's flip sides of the ball, talking about the Alabama defense. And the front, the front seven's okay. They're, they're, they're good. It's Alabama. It's four- and five-star players, and nobody will be surprised if four- and five-star players start playing like four- and five-star players. Right. Uh, but what concerns me – and well, not necessarily concerns me, but whenever you watch Alabama, what sticks out is, other than Kool-Aid McKinstry, the back part of that defense – for what is the baby of Nick Saban, they don't kind of look like they normally do. Yeah, it's it's been something that I've been harping on for the past several seasons as well as, as that secondary. They, they're loaded with talent, but they just get, you know, there's no communication, it seems like, in, in the bat side because look at the Tennessee game last year. We had a safety on, on one of the best wide receivers, you know, in, in the SEC several times and he beat us every single time so the communication has not been there in the back seven uh and it just seems like it hasn't been there as of yet now again it could it could start just like that but there's a lot that's got to to change i will say uh on the defensive side in the secondary malachi moore he's a senior this year he's played really really well uh kool-aid of course has played well but other than that nobody else has really stepped up yet and uh, started playing up to their potential, I feel like. So so, so which players do you think um, Ole Miss fans need to be keeping an eye on, or even Alabama fans? Who do you think could should, could show up and surprise Saturday? Um, I'm, we are really high on Deontay Lawson. Uh, he's a uh, inside linebacker at Alabama. Uh, he's, a, he's a sophomore. He played a little bit last year. Uh, he came in late in the season. And he's had a really good uh, game, you know, week and a few weeks so far this season. Uh, that's a guy to keep an eye on. You want to keep him, um, you know, out of the backfield. He he rushes the quarterback pretty good, so you want to keep him uh, keep him out of sorts if you want to have success. And all offensively, uh, Isaiah Bond so far has had a really great season uh, at wide receiver. Uh, looks like he's pretty much taken over the number one wide receiver spot. He's really really fast, so. You know, if he gets loose in the secondary, you know, it, it, and, and with Jalen Murrow throwing the deep ball accurately, if he can, uh, it could spell trouble if you're if you're an Ole Miss fan. So, uh, you know, you want to keep your eyes do your eyes on those two guys. 
Yeah, I think if you're an Ole Miss fan, definitely. The the matchup of the safety and the explosive play in the passing game for Alabama is probably going to be a major key in this mm-hmm. football game. If Ole Miss can keep it from happening, Ole Miss is going to probably win. Yep. If Alabama hits on one or two, Alabama is probably going to win. So, all right, before we do predictions and talk about that, I do want to bring this up. What do you think that Alabama can do what do you think they will do, Tommy Reese, offensively to help Jalen Milrow out? Because the offense that somebody referred to it that was pretty good. They said Tommy Reese called in books offense for Jalen Milrow. Mm-hmm. And that isn't what he does well. Do you right. think that is going to change a little bit? And that do you think that is that can change? You know, honestly, I think it has to happen, Stephen, for for Alabama to be successful. They're going to have to pro- play to Jalen Milrow's strengths, and his strength right now is his legs. You know, he can get out of the pocket and make plays with his legs. So, I feel like you're going to need to spy him uh, a good bit. This, you know, uh, this weekend to keep him in the pocket. And the way the offensive line has struggled with containing the pocket, you know, if Ole Miss is able to keep him in that pocket. It's going to be a long day for Alabama, I feel like, because I don't think, you know, he he's a lot more better player with moving his legs and getting – shifting the pocket to where he wants it to be instead of him just sitting there and trying to scan the field and find an open receiver. All right, so let's do predictions for Saturday. I, um, I gave mine with Luke Robinson earlier this week. I think Ole Miss is going to win the game 27-21. to 21. Mm-hmm. What what is your predictions? <laughs> you know, I'm going to be a homer here because I I, I have to be. I think Alabama's going to win, but I think Ole Miss at, at the will cover the spread at seven. I think it may maybe like a last second field goal. Uh, I'm going to go thirty to twenty seven. Thirty to twenty seven. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every single day thank you so much jake for coming by today and um good luck this weekend and if you're traveling be safe man thank you for having me on steve i really enjoyed it